You're listening to the Beard and the Beauty Podcast. Hey, hey guys, what's going on? Paul here with my wife, Jacqueline. Hello, hello. Coming to you with episode seven of the Beard and the Beauty podcast. We are finally back. Uh, we've had, I don't know, a couple weeks off. Um, we had to send in our awesome recording equipment, and they sent it back to us about a month later. So, And then last week, we just had our um, uh, guest first guest on the podcast so that was a lot of fun go check that out we had um uh, fellow entrepreneurs that run multiple businesses and um you know just do all that fun stuff so anyway i'm glad to be back me too so hi husband um hello so since our last podcast yes a lot of shit has happened that seems like ages ago. It was ages ago. <laughs> so um, I think if we kind of talk about the past couple weeks, month, month and a half, like what we've been doing individually, together, like that'll be a perfect segue into what we're talking about tonight. Okay. Well, now I don't really remember the last time we recorded. Had you gone out to Dana Point? I had not. Okay. So that's probably the first thing that happened, correct? So our last podcast was July 24th. So it's okay. over a month. So like all of August happened. Yeah, actually, so that dropped like two days before I went out you to left. Warrior okay. Trainer. Yep. That makes sense. Okay. So you went out for your huge in-person training mm-hmm. um, with Garrett <laughs> and... Were you gone like five, six days? I don't remember. F- yeah, it was a five-day training, um, and this is the the warrior trainer. Yes. I'm now certified, thankfully. Um, I have launched so my coaching group, which is now called the Rise to Rain Collective, uh, coaching people on how to just elevate their life. Like, yeah. Once you've become awake, you start to rise, and then the goal is to... Reign your life, reign your kingdom. Rain, so, bitches. Different type of rain, <laughs> not that rain. <laughs> I know. So yeah, so I went out to Worry Method, and um, I mean, just man, just a wonderful experience to be around other like-minded people, people that are awake, people that um, have all kind of, in a certain sense, had the calling um, that I feel that I've had for some time, and um, I mean. That was one piece, but the entire other piece is just my own journey, my own growth, my own pursuit of my excellence, my reigning, my kingdom. So, um, so yeah, I went and did that for five days, um, and just been plugging away ever since. Yeah. You're doing awesome, by the way. I'm super proud of you. Thank you. Why do you say that? Because I can see the change in you. Like, we've we've kind of, I don't know, maybe May started down that path with bringing in 
like those concepts? Was that like when everything kind of first started? Yeah, May is when I decided to actually jump into Warrior and then yeah. quickly after like having, you know, a couple years of, of doing core four and knowing what that's about, like this just took it up to the next level was getting into the warrior program. And then from there, like two weeks later, that's when I just went all in on method and, and pivot and then everything else. So, yeah, but yeah, I mean, um, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. I but I also, like I always like to know specifics because that's, yeah. it's actually going to be part of what we talk about tonight. Well, we talked about it earlier today, actually. We did? And I, yes. And I had told you this earlier in the year as your doc, and I think you thought I was full of shit. What piece? That your emotional component, your, you know, being, wasn't being taken care of. Oh, and oh, that okay. that yeah. was hanging up your forward progress. And I think you wanted to tell me that I was full of crap. Today I, today, I didn't know. No, but earlier this year, you did. Like, you you fought me on that. Because all your labs had looked better. Yeah. You, you know, were doing better overall, like, in terms of blood work and your lab results and, like, getting you where you needed to go. But I still felt like you were hung up. Well, let's, let's give them some context. So, yeah. um, earlier in the year, I've been tracking my testosterone, like very consistently and just seeing you know i've done a lot of fucking work for my health like yes a I lot mean, a lot is you know i have a testing binder like this thick so the context is i was just struggling to like get to the next level to my health where you know i wasn't experiencing fatigue and i had energy and my testosterone was increasing and i wasn't having these flare-ups and your liver markers looked really, yeah. really good. Yeah, like your so cysteine. everything. Yeah. yeah, so like pretty much almost flawless labs. My testosterone was a little bit lower, but um, I was struggling with like, like what else is next? Like we've pretty much covered everything like and things didn't seem like they were going up like they should. And so this conversation of, you know, there's some emotional stuff, you know, you know, God in your life, God not in your life, you know, this conversation came up a few months ago. And yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I was skeptical because when it comes to core four, I wasn't handling the piece of my being mm -hmm. and meditation and being connected to God and talking to God and hearing God and all that stuff. So yeah. And I think, too, like processing, like a lot of that, too, is like processing your emotions, not letting them take you for a ride. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Okay. I, I, I think I think that's easier said than done. But the conversation Jacqueline and I had was she's like, you have some emotional stuff that you have to work through. And she's telling me this as my wife, but she's also telling me as my doctor, because one of the three triggers that we do in our office is stress, like emotional things that we have to deal with as humans. And she felt that I wasn't processing that. And so in the sense of not, you know, handling that piece of core four, 
of being, yes, I was not handling it like I am now. Um, but I think that it's really hard to, you know, say today that just because I am handling that piece that that unlocked everything, like it's definitely a significant piece of me finding that, that part of being and, and doing that. Uh, but I don't think it's everything. I would agree with you. I think, though, where you were plateaued, it kept moving you forward, though. Like, you're seeing gains. We're about to test again. Yeah. I think I will be happy, and you will be happy with that next set of blood work. Like, I think you've kicked yourself out of that plateau where you were kind of stuck. Yeah. Well, and so, um, I mean, we can get into that more later, but... So yeah, so I've I've launched a new business coaching people, um, you know, mainly men, but I'm really open to women if if they're interested. But mainly men who have families who um, are either working a nine to five and they want to start their own thing, or men that have started their own their own business is what I'm really focusing on. Um, just because like I've I've come that way, mm-hmm. and so. Um, yeah, I've, I've basically been, (laughs) been doing, doing that every day. I've been just elevating myself and yeah, I'm finding results that I've never had before. And, and that's what the interesting piece is, but real quick, like, so like I went to warrior, um, you've, you've done some coaching. You've now signed up with someone else for coaching for you. Uh, we have coaching for me. We're coaching fanatics i guess yeah but the this podcast isn't about uh, uh, coaching yeah but so. we've both realized like we need that to go forward to keep progressing um you know to keep all aspects of core four moving forward mm-hmm. to have some extra accountability and you've started stacking i've started stacking so Part of my coaching and business is I get to use the Warrior app, which is monumental in this shift that I've had. It's one tool, very weaponized tool. I've now brought Jacqueline in. So what's your experience with with that piece? That's amazing. uh, I've done mostly prayer stacking. I did my first rage stack this morning. Rage stack. (laughs) And I can say as somebody that um, the type of personality I have, I'm very like type A, but I also take things very personally. Um, And so for me, that really helps get stuff away from me internalizing it and like actually thinking through and processing things so that I don't sit there and absorb it and end up like really frustrated yeah because it's always with myself like that's where I get frustrated typically so how would you explain what the stack is for those that have no clue yeah what it is it is a huge tool to help you reframe your emotions whatever type of issue you are going through there's different types um, of options So depending on the type of emotions you are dealing with, it is laid out to help you process, reframe things, 
and work through it in a positive way. So you walk away with, you know, you're, you're going to run your day. Like your emotions are no longer going to run you and you're not going to make an emotional decision, which we all know is bad. Mm -hmm. Um, You can move forward and actually think through things and not again, let everything take over. And you know, it's, it's a way like I feel so calm after doing this in the morning. I, my head is clear. I am ready to like tackle the day because I know I've worked through like my, things that impact how I am going to operate and it allows me to operate on a much higher level with that extra energy like my emotions will take my energy that's how I am so for me I know that okay cool like I've done this work I've done what I needed to it's helping me be calm it's helping me be closer to God it's helping me work through something that I'm struggling with so that I can walk away and tackle my day and have that not eat up my energy. It's well, amazing. And what I what I would add to it is they the the stack, it can be in whatever area. Yes. Uh but what it does is it it helps you get real clear on the facts. So like in the rage stack, like it'll ask you is the story you're telling yourself true? So then you then have to go, uh, yes or no. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of the stacks go through that process where it's like, let's get clear on the facts after you've laid out your emotions. And now we can reframe and focus on where we're headed next with this. So, yeah. Um, well, that's awesome intro. But um, what are we talking about? <laughs> so on the note of us, Talking about all these shifts, all the things we've done in the last few weeks, um, I really felt it was important to talk about growth. And if you and your partner are not doing it together or growing at different paces, like how do you handle that? More specifically, rising together. Correct. Yeah. Like I feel like where we're at today, especially... If you look at since May, we are rising together. Yes. For the first time yep. in years, probably. Mm. Together. I don't know that I agree with that. Okay. Well, what would you say? I would say that it's, you know, typically, you know, one of us will be like, okay, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. And then the next one will be like, okay, well, I'll do it with you. And then, I mean, years is years is a pretty finite term. Like, yes, we did, you know, 75 hard in 2020, three years ago. Three yes, years ago. Yes, but yeah. I, I think we've been doing a lot since then. Yeah, but I would say <clears throat> where we're at today, we are pushing and growing and very intentional about levels that we both want and mm-hmm. things that we are moving forward together on. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Like mm. like we are growing in a very different intentional way right now. Like we've chosen to grow together when we did 75 hard in a fitness way, 
which is awesome. Yeah, well, let, like a body way. Let's rewind it a little bit though. So, okay. like, what what has been your experience in the idea that or the story that you know, whether it's been us or people we've talked to that, you know, maybe the husband starts doing something and then the wife doesn't, or vice versa. Yeah. I mean, I hear it all the time because normally I have women who walk into the office as patients first where they are in such a painful place with their health specifically that they are through that door. They are ready to make changes. And they're the ones now that are going to go home, clean out their kitchen, clean out their pantry like Sometimes husbands don't come and they have like no clue what is about to happen that their their wife is now on this mission to clean up their food, to start moving better, to start eating better. So I would say a lot of times, I mean, obviously somebody has to make the move, you know, but that happens different for every couple. So when would you say there's a time where you and I weren't on the same page? In that sense of, hey, like we wanted to move forward on something and, and it, we weren't seeing eye to eye. I think, I think initially when I came to you and said I wanted to redo our clinic and open up as a wellness way. Oh, yeah. We did not see eye to eye on that. I was like ready to jump and you were not. Um. So I think that's that's been a case. Okay, but so talk about that. Like Okay. So I am the type of person and I'm sure there's every person in this, you know, scenario of relationships where I I get inspired, I get excited and I'm ready to jump. So I'm like the dreamer. I am not necessarily the doer, the layer outer, the planner. That's Paul. So I think that is a really good combo, but I'm almost always ready to go before you are, I feel, on certain things. Yeah, because you go off emotion. I do. I do. And I get excited, and I'm like, let's go do this. Yeah. So, um, you know, like when I got introduced to the wellness way, I knew exactly that night, this is what I'd had been looking, looking for. This is what I wanted to bring in. This was the approach that I wanted to have with my patients to tackle serious health issues. And I, I was like, where do I send the check? Like, let's go. Yeah. We'll figure out all the details later. <laughs> so that would have been in January of 2017. Yeah. And so January. I don't really remember any conversations we had. Do you? I do. I said, I want to do this. I said, I don't know how we're going to do this because you had literally planned on leaving or we were already talking maybe of yeah. you leaving at so that point. I left in May of 2017. So, yeah. you know, four months of, of, you know, going through that stuff and. Yeah. Here I am trying to make a change in my business and and you're like probably two two steps still to go to get out the door of the fire department. Like I don't had you already made that decision? No. Um then I don't think you had. No, so 
I gave my notice May 1st of 2017. And then, you know, we were doing the keto stuff, which is how you found the wellness way. And then, yeah. uh, like, but I we think you're kind of, I feel like we had talked about it, but you hadn't like made the decision. Yeah. It basically, I believe we made it in April. Yeah. Uh, because then I found the home inspection stuff and decided, you know, I can do this. I'm going to go start my own business doing home inspections. And then, I mean, I didn't work too many days after I gave my notice because they're like, yeah, just go. Mm-hmm. So um, so that was May. I yeah. think my, my last day was like May 9th or something. Yeah. And then we went to Mexico. Yep. And then I started my home inspection business. Mm-hmm. And then by August we were... Signed. We as, were a, signed. as a clinic, yeah. Yeah. But we chatted with several doctors that were in the program. Um, I had a former um, classmate and colleague that I chatted several times with. Like, there's a lot of talking, a lot of planning. Well, but more specifically, like, what was our conversations, you remember? Yes. I mean, conversations of doubt, like massive doubt, like this was presented as something that sounded, for the most part, too good to be true. Well, in the context, too, was I was at the fire department. I was bringing in the majority of the income. Yeah. You were taking our son to the office. Very small, small practice. Yeah. Very, very little income. Small patient loads, too, so that I could do all that. Right. Yeah. So we, I mean, part of this process that we waded through was we literally flipped mm-hmm. by making that choice who the producer was going to be. Right. And then on top of that, pulling you in, which we had always talked about, of you working with me in the same business. Yeah, but you're you're given like the the 30,000 foot view, like... <laughs> That's how my like, brain works. Well, I know, but <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is like what, you know, what conversations were had, what feelings were had. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't really I remember mean, the wellness way stuff. I remember leaving the fire department, but. Yeah. I would say I remember with you specifically being really frustrated. Like I had already made my decision in my brain. Yeah. And I know because of how you are like. There was a lot of conversations, a lot of boxes that had to be checked. Like you needed to talk to people that had already done this mm-hmm. for a while. Yeah. So we talked to existing practitioners that had done this approach for a while, that had brought it into their clinics, um, that were seeing patients this way. Validation. You, correct. You chatted with you know Dr. Patrick several times. Um, I don't even know. I feel like we talked with several other people. But how about about between us? Between you and me, you kept asking me, is this really what you want to do? Like, is this really how you want to move forward? And um, there was a lot of, I can just tell you on my side, frustration and... um, I just almost felt like you didn't, you like you doubted me. Mm. Like you doubted that I was capable of this or just like, I felt like I kept having to convince you. And 
I know that about you, but that was really tough because it was so important to me and I felt so called and I felt like I really needed to do this. Mm -hmm. And I felt like, I was like, dude, what else does this guy need to hear so that he feels how I do? Yeah, well, and I'm not making excuses, but for me, like, that was a really dark time, too. I know. Because I was questioning everything that I'd, I had done for the past 14 years of... I know. And then you pivoted, and then I'm like, hey, let's pivot again. Ha-ha. Because yeah. that's, you know... But I think that sounds like a great that's, idea. That's probably that's <laughs> probably how it goes. Like I don't I don't remember like us arguing about it ever. I think it we was just not, more like we did not argue. But I remember feeling really frustrated because I was like, "What else does this man need to hear? Like these doctors, you know, sound amazing. Like they're all excited. They love what they're doing. It's producing great income. They're helping people. Like." Like, I was like, what else do you need to hear? Well, but see, that's your world. That, that I know. wasn't my world, too. So I think that's that's a good point that, you know, a lot of times, like, you know, you, the, I think the main problem is when there's two people and one wants to move forward and one doesn't is because the one that doesn't want to move forward is they, they see the negative or they see the the things that they're not doing in themselves that now that that person that is choosing to rise is is doing does that make sense like oh i didn't think about it you know like there's a there's a lot of times even in my life where i'm like yeah fuck that guy or 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 oh that guy's so lucky well it, it has nothing to do with that what what it triggers in us as humans men and women is you you see something that that person has or that you want. Mm. So instead of, you know, going, Hey, what did you do to get that? You go, fuck that guy Mm. or no. So like when you, when you see or when you hear someone that wants to move forward in certain areas and you yourself know that you need to do that, it's like a mirror. Yeah. You know, like it's a mirror of what am I not doing? So if someone, you know, let's say you're you're a woman and you're like, I'm going to start getting in shape. We're going to start eating better. We're going to do all this. Yeah. She's getting up early. She's working out. And you're a man and you're not doing that as the husband. Well, now you feel like a piece of shit because she's the mirror looking back at you going, uh, I'm not doing it. Mm. So I think that's that's a lot of that that dichotomy of of not doing it together. Yeah. So that's a tough place to be. Like I think you and I a lot of couples may get heated with stuff like that. We don't typically. I just know I have to sit and like wait for you to be ready. Well, I mean you you are the dreamer. Like if somebody, if Elon Musk or you know <laughs> was able to prove a point that he could get you a round trip to the moon and back, like you'd be like, okay, let's go. Like let's and I'd be it. like, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> What's the time frame? Yeah. How much does this cost? <laughs> What's the safety data? Like that's the difference. Like I'm really good at jumping too, but I have to Once do my. Once you have the facts. Well, but that's important. <laughs> I'll. You know? I'll I get there. So, you know? yeah, so. 
No, and I I mean that's part of what we want to talk about though is like how do you keep moving forward when you feel like your your partner doesn't want to rise with you? Well, I that's think, a really hard place to be. Yeah, I think it's it's that mirror. Like you're you're building a box around yourself by doing the things that you feel like you need to do. And, you know, obviously every relationship is going to be different. There's probably a very small amount of cases where, you know, people let it get to them and get to their relationship and the fact that they, like, no longer are together. But I think the, you know, I don't know what the right answer is. Like, I don't, all I can say is, like, what we've done is, you know, and I, I'm so bad at uh, quoting scripture. But like there's, and I, I'm not 100% certain, so if I'm wrong, please send me a DM. <laughs> but I think the Bible talks about like choosing your spouse. And mm-hmm. the way to do it is someone you can go to battle with. So I think there's a lot of marriages out there where they're in such a bad place, they don't feel like they can go to battle together. Mm. Because they've let those things, they've let things like core four slip and all of that that comes around it. Yeah. So... You know, it's it's fucking tough, man. Like, it's not easy, you know, especially, like, for me, like, during that time, like, I wasn't fit. You were fit. Even though you had Odin, like, you were still fit, like, and I wasn't. So, like, it's that mirror. It's not like I looked at you any different. Like, you're my hot wife, but I also look at me and go, fuck, man, like, I'm not in shape and I need to do something and I don't want to or whatever it is, you know. Well, it makes me feel bad. No, no, no. But that's what I'm saying is it's... I know. Just like looking back, though, like that was probably a really big struggle for you. It's that And I'm all like pumped and excited. I'm like, let's go. Right. You know. But it's... it's, That's not realizing truly how hard it is. Yeah. For you. And that's just one piece. So like when you're when you're in a bad space like I was, yeah, like it's going to be fucking hard. Yeah. I'm sure it's hard on you too. Yeah. But in different ways. Yeah. So, so what do you think, like, what do you think it was that turned the corner or did we do something different to, to get there? I think I, I, I knew I wouldn't, I was going, like, it was just a matter of how we were going to do it. So I think when you realized, like, the potential to basically build the life that we had talked about building, like, I feel like that's what really did it for you. Like, that we could be a family practice, have our son in the practice with us, you would be with me, Yeah, we'd be doing this together. I feel like that and that we could have the income we needed, be taken care of, you know, do all like I feel like as soon as all that got lined out for you, you were like, yeah, let's go. Well, and so because that was the start of truly building the things we had talked about when we were engaged. Like these are discussions we had with our pastor during marriage counseling. Well, so the timing, though, for everybody was 
we decided to do that in August of 2017. And then by September 1st, or no, by October 1st, we were open. Correct. So I had started a home inspection company on my own, started to get clients, started to build that up, and um, I wasn't in love with it, but I also didn't mind it like as a way to produce. You yeah. Know? And, and it was tough for me because I had to go and sell myself, right? Yeah, you weren't New business, that. had to go sell myself, you know, you know, show people why they should choose me. Um, and that lasted three months, mm-hmm. uh, not because it was going poorly. It was just because we decided to then pivot. So the context is I leave our number one income in May, our insurance. I decide to start a home inspection business. So I invest in all that, you know, several thousand dollars, start that. You keep doing your Cairo. And then by mid-August, we were already, <laughs> already, you know, pivoting again, going, no, we're going to do this instead. We literally hopped on an airplane after signing to Traverse City, Michigan, and walked into a room of people that we knew, too, via phone call. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, literally met our, I I mean, I call it our family. Like, it's, it's our Wellness Way family. You know, like, walked into a room of people, just like how you described that warrior, that, like, we were, like, I feel like it was a relief after we walked into that room personally. Like, yeah. we're home. Yeah. These are our people. Like, and just being so excited. I don't think you have ever seen me take more notes in your life than that first seminar. Yeah, so so yeah, so that was like the context of that. But like so, so what are we what are we doing now? Like is there I would I would guess or I would say that I feel that that it's not as hard you know, as that story that, you know, that timeline of that story as it is, you know, it's a lot easier now, I guess. It's when, a lot easier now. When we decide now. to pivot, yeah. I think just those those few months, though, as we are talking about them and looking back, um, they're, they're hard months. They were hard things that we were processing. Like, we were making big life decisions and i mean it was just us like everybody i knew was telling me i was crazy yeah like when we were looking for office space my dad's like are you sure you you want to do this like yeah everybody everybody's like questioning us and our what we're about to launch yeah i mean because nobody had done what we did in that small amount of time frame so yeah so yeah. what do you think is different now? I think um, you and I have talked about this too. Like we have shown ourselves and each other that there's nothing better than betting on ourselves. Right. And now because of that really hard choice that we arrived at, we have a track record too that we can point to. Yeah. Like we have seen it through. 
We've grown into a new space. We are looking to grow into another massive um, space. My dad looked at us again, kind of how he did the first time he was showing us space the other day of like, you really need this much space. Yeah, if you haven't got it, he's our broker. So <laughs> he's our commercial broker. And he looked at me kind of like a deer in the headlights the other day. And I'm like, but, but yeah, you like see, this is next. Like, this is what's next. I mean, seven years ago, and it's like, you've seen what we've done. Yeah. So even doubling, tripling our space, like, there shouldn't be any doubt. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. But with the people that surround us, you know, with, yeah, like, we're always just pushing the fucking boundaries, and we're always we're always doing this stuff like coaching. Like we're always looking to further ourselves, further our relationship, further our family because we're in the pursuit of having it all. Like there is no fucking reason. And, and I think that's kind of where I got, you know, just done with, you know, I was thinking about it today because today's a holiday and, um, I mean, how many fucking holidays did I have to work? You know, and a lot. And that, that or was, you're on call. Like yeah. that was the flip of it. So and you're it, kind of working at a moment's well, notice, you, yeah. basically, and, if if you're needed. And but also remember, like all the events that I had to go to. Oh yeah. Like all that stuff I had to go to. So even if I was yeah. on call, I was still working. So, but I think that's the thing. Is like, when have you had enough of whatever it is you're living? And that's what causes people to start to rise. Yeah. I mean, that's where we were. And I would say we didn't necessarily butt heads with each other during that time. But, like, we were making... Oh, I would say we did. I would say just on... I don't... Okay. Just on, like... Probably some, but... Because that's the thing is I'm the process person. I'm the, the planner. And you're not. And so... That's probably where we butt heads the most is is just the communication piece of, you know, you're speaking Greek, I'm speaking fucking, you know, alien. And you, you know what I mean? Like, that's the thing is like, so, yeah. and sometimes we're saying the same thing. Most of the time we're not. But, you know, you always say, oh, my brain doesn't process it that way. It's like, okay, cool. But that's probably where we butt heads on that stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, and I think, too, like, you really need to sit and be honest with yourself. Like, are you really building the life you want? Are you just, like, floating through life doing what you've been told to do or doing what's the easy choice? Like, that decision was hard and scary. Like, initially, going from a paycheck to literally... Nothing. Yeah. Guaranteed. That was a really radical decision on our side that we did. And I mean, we've never looked back. It's never backfired. Like it's, it's always been something where we put the work in and, you know, our business does take care of us because we work hard to make sure that we take care of all the things that we need to. Well, I think there's there's multiple variables in relationships, bar none. 
but then there's also multiple variables on, you know, kind of what level a relationship is at in a marriage. So, you know, like if one person's like, I'm going to start doing this mm-hmm. and the other person's like, fuck you, I don't care. You know, like, yeah. Um, and I, and I think that probably happens a lot where, um, probably more so to women mm-hmm. where they go to a conference or they go to a thing and they come back and they're super ready to go. And because I would actually say women are probably better decision makers on like life altering shit, you know, picking dinner, fucking forget about it. (laughs) But when it's like, I want to build a million dollar practice, let's go. Like, you know, like I, I would say when it comes to family and, and bigger decisions, like women tend to get there quicker. I would say so, especially from chatting with like our friends and people kind of doing what we do. Like it's usually the women that get there first. Well, and yeah, I don't, I don't know, but, but so yeah, so there's varying, varying levels and, you know, I think for us, like we just, we have a good foundation to, to push each other, but yeah, it was, it was a scary time and, and, but that's it. Like all the fear that we had and, and the stuff we made up on our heads. I did the, I did a video this week about Mikey and the dragons. Like yeah, that book didn't exist then. I know. I wish it did. Yeah. But, <laughs> but, um, so if you don't know, you, you know, uh, you probably didn't catch my live, but Mikey and the dragon is a book that we read our kids and we've read it to him for a few years. For a while. And it's written by Jocko, right? Yep. So uh, it's Jocko Willenink's book. Um, and the the real quick premise of it is uh, Mikey is the prince of a kingdom. The king dies, his dad dies, and he's got to go slay these dragons on the exterior walls of the kingdom. And but he's a kid, and mind he's a, you. And he's a kid. His dad was this big, strong, yeah. you know, man. And so um, he's got to go fight these dragons and he's fearful and, you know, he has people in the town like telling him and and all of those things, right? Yes, but no one else steps forward because it's his duty. That's the king's duty. And even though he's just a kid... That's what he's expected to go do, basically, like by the people of the kingdom. And, and the king leaves him a letter, mm-hmm. and the king's the only other person that have that's seen these dragons. Yep. And he tells he tells his son, Mikey, to to go and and slay the dragons, basically. And what he finds out is, all of the fears he had about the dragons were completely false because the dragons were small. Yep. Right. They weren't scary. They weren't these big, massive dragons that he had to slay and fight to the death. They're these little itty-bitty dragons. Yep. And I love it as a book for our kids because we reference it all the fucking time. Like, yeah. when our kids are struggling with stuff, we're like, hey, this is a Mikey and the Dragon thing. Yep. I know it's tough. I know it's hard. But it's not, you know? Yeah. So, and, I mean, geez, fucking... Pretty much every adult I know could probably use that book. But that's the point (laughs) is every fear that we had, 
It's oh my all... God, am I going to be able to feed my family by leaving my job? Had I listened to everybody around me, I would have stayed, but I didn't because we chose to do it together. Yeah. And so that's the thing. Like we've said it multiple times on this podcast. If if it scares you or you feel fear, that's the path you need to walk. Yeah. And look at where walking that path has has brought into our lives. Yeah. And now it's like we are just furthering like we're in the mountains now we're climbing mountains yeah like together and bigger and bigger and more like we're just building now and going well we're we're and i'm not trying to plug my coaching business but we're rising to reign our life like the life that we want to live yeah and that's that's the whole point of the coaching business is like it's part of my journey. It's part of your journey. It's part of our story. That's how we came up with it. Yeah. You know, we yeah. t- everybody was telling us, don't do it. They're still even telling us, don't do it today. Even, even though, now. <laughs> even though we could prove up and down the street all day that we, we win when we put our minds to whatever it is we want to do. Yeah. I think to... Like, I just want to emphasize that it's okay if you aren't going to make the decision at the same time as your spouse. Like, you and I didn't get there at the same time. You know, we had to still work through things. We had, even now, like, even now, when we make decisions, and we're pretty quick decision makers, I would say, at this point. Um, Unless it's dinner. Correct. (laughs) But it's like we can sit back and make bigger decisions much faster now because we know kind of how to process that better than we once did. Yeah, I think so. It obviously depends on the the gravity of what situation it is. But, yeah, generally we can do that. Like I think now we sit and look at just certain decisions. And, I mean, I know for me it's like, okay, well, What's this? What's that? Like, what does this mean to us, our boys, you, me? Okay, cool. Like, okay, let's go. Done. Well, let's do it. I mean, like, the, the perfect example is is just like last month when you're like, hey, should I do this coaching thing? I'm like, if you want to, go do it. Yeah. Like it. It. It wasn't in that. That in itself is a is a massive shift for it was me. A- hard decision still for me though i still had to talk through it with you like i was a little hung up about it yeah which which and it wasn't for me because i had already done you know all my warrior stuff launched my coaching business you know have i have my coaches and and so when jacqueline came to me and was like yeah should i do this like yeah pick what pick what payment plan you want to do but it, it it it's Something like that is so easy for me now because I know the value. And I know if we're not getting value, then we'll we'll readjust. But it's really easy for me to go, yeah, go ahead. Mm-hmm. Because especially I had just went through Warrior and all of that, you know, so. Yeah. And this isn't a podcast about Warrior, but it's just our journey, so. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I think... 
the key thing is too like supporting your partner and and wanting that that best for them but see that's the point though is is you and i are on this level that we're on so when i tell you hey this costs this like there's really no discussion like okay you want to do it go ahead yeah but that wouldn't have been the case probably even a year ago Mm, no or maybe a couple years ago well i mean probably not even a year ago because i mean shit not even in may because had i found something like that at that price range like i probably would have been like i probably wouldn't even brought it to you like that that's just the change in myself because i remember i was literally going to sign you up for the lion's den yeah i was like you do this or i'm doing it for you yeah because at that point like you weren't i was like fully gonna sign you up and just use your stuff if you didn't do it yourself this was several years ago yeah well but that but that's it like that's that's the level of of being able to rise together and communicate and know each other's needs and and having all of that in place to be able to do that yeah so what would you say is like the number one thing you would do you know in a situation to help your spouse rise with you um i think it just it depends what your spouse is doing like if they are just choosing not to participate or like they're sabotaging you because those are two different paths like if they see that you're working on your fitness you're working on your food and they're like let's go get margaritas like (laughs) they're like purposely sabotaging you at that point in time which is because they're not where they need to be do you know what i mean versus you like actually being able to bring them with you yeah, so those are two different things. How would you approach that now with me, though? I mean, I think you just have to be the example, keep pulling them along as best you can, and encouraging them. You know, so if they express to you some type of interest in something that you're doing, like try to get them to do that. Like, if they're like, oh, I'd like to go for a walk. Well, find a time to do that with them. If they're like, oh, I, I kind of liked that that recipe that you made. Like, oh, okay, cool. Like, here's where I got it from. Do you want to look for some other ones that you're enjoying? You know, just like slowly. <laughs> what? Why are you that, laughing at me? That's like the the nicest way. I know. Because I am a nuts person. (laughs) But, Uh, like, you have to open that door slowly. Some people, if you, like, really pull, they will resist that. You can't just, like, kick a door open and expect them to come through. Or do you disagree? I, I don't disagree. I just, I, like, I've always been that way to be, like, here's the truth 
And here's like the no bullshit. But now more than ever, I just, I, I don't have like bandwidth for, for bullshit. So like all I yeah. would say, like my only thing is like, you just have to be truthful. Well, I think when they're ready, like you, you can't do this the first week. But if you've been at this for a couple months you're not seeing a change, they're not participating, like you've kind of led them in with a few things, yeah, a conversation that's honest and truthful Yeah, like, needs like to be in that had. situation, you'd be like, okay, so why aren't you doing this? Yeah. Or why are you against this? Yeah, like what's, what is it about it that going on? makes you mad that I'm doing it or whatever? Like, yeah, it's just, it's it's finding out the facts and trying to separate the facts from feelings because feelings get in the way and and that's i mean that's all i would say is it you know that we all need more truth and we all need to hold each other after ourselves more accountable yeah you know like that you know i mean especially in marriages i mean there's times that that you know, I know we haven't been truthful with each other and, you know, like it didn't get us anywhere. It yeah. actually delayed us from, you know, progressing. Yeah. You know, and so it's, yeah, like you don't want to go call your husband a fat fuck. But, I mean, if that's what he is, you need to find a way in your your way of letting him know that, like, hey, I mean, from yeah. a man's point of view, like, if if my wife said I'm not sexually attracted to you anymore, then, yeah, that would probably get my ass in the gym. Yeah. That would get me thinking a lot different. Yeah. It's, so. I mean, it's, I am one I do not like to conflict and give truth. That's tough for me. Yeah, but conflict brings but resolution. I'm working on on doing that better. Like, and not being so hung up about that. Like, in my own head. It's just tough for me. Yeah, well, I, I think it's tough for a lot of people. Yeah, most people run the other way. They don't even right. get near it. They will turn and head for the hill. That's why I'm so intense, man. You know. But I'm working on getting better because the better that I am, the actually less... Things need to be said because you're automatically sharing things that already needed to be told or talked about. Yeah. You know, like you don't have to have 14 conversations. You just have one. It's great. Yeah. In my mind, awesome. You know, like even though it's a hard discussion, it is easier in the long run. So I think some of that is rewiring your brain. Some of that is understanding that, you know, you're not helping your spouse if you aren't being honest with them. Well, I think, you I, know, I some people like that's a really hard thing for them to do. The the statistics are out of control. So, I mean, you know, y you don't need to be a freaking genius to know that one out of two marriages are on the rocks because yeah. of the divorce rate. 
Yeah. You know. Well, and I think um, what's even more sad is most marriages, if they are, you know, continuing, they aren't on fire. Yeah. That most marriages aren't, that people aren't even happy. They're not passionate. Like, it's almost like out of convenience, basically. Yeah. Like, they have a married roommate, which is so sad. You know, they're choosing to stay until, you know, the kids are graduated from high school. Like, there's some type of benchmark, almost, a lot of times that happens. Like, well, when this happens, we'll go ahead and get a divorce. That's actually really prevalent for women to leave men at that point after the kids graduate. Yeah. And that's where guys, I've heard it, like, firsthand from from my brothers and warrior or other people, like, yep, kids graduated, wife left me, man's kind of in shambles going, well, had I known? It's like, you knew, dude. Yeah. You knew. Yeah. You knew when you're fucking, you know, 100 pounds heavier, blah, 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 whatever, not having sex, you knew there were signs. Like, it just didn't happen. And yeah. that's and that's the thing. Like that's that's why I'm so passionate about fucking helping men do this a lot quicker than I've done. You know, to yeah. to take seven or eight years to get to where I'm at today. It's been slow and steady it's for slow both of us. And but it's been frustrating too. Yeah. Oh, for sure. We like, have both had times. I think we're banging our head against the wall. So and it's like when feeling you ha- stuck when you have a tool to to get people there and you have a, a system and a foundation and all of that to do it quicker, like it's fucking exciting. Super so, exciting. Um, is there anything else you want to talk about? I think no, ju- not exactly. Just kind of saying that, you know, you need to work on yourself first. You know, like knowing if there has to be a change and that you are not where you need to be and maybe your marriage is not either making sure that you start with you. Yeah. Because you can't be asking your partner to do things you're not willing to do yourself. That's not fair. So, you know, and encouraging them and bringing them along and opening that door and, you know, there's things we've tried that we haven't liked. And that's okay. And we have a discussion about that too, you know. Like what? Well, there's just, there's been, I think, you know, workouts or coaches or trainers or just different things, again, that we've just tried. Yeah. They were like, "Mm, not for us. Like, that's okay. Like, that's an answer as well. Like, no is great. You know you don't like it. Okay, don't do it again kind of thing. Yeah. You know, we tried CrossFit. Yeah. Not for us. Well, the like, like just whatever things like that. The foundation of what you just said, though, is is not lying. Yeah, absolutely. Like, e- like even to yourself, you know, or and to your spouse, like not lying. Like yeah. even, oh no, I'm not going to tell him he's overweight because I don't want to hurt his feelings. Mm-hmm. You're you're not you're actually doing the exact opposite of what you're trying to do because that is a lie. Yeah. No, you're fine. You look like everybody else who's overweight. Like, 
yeah. shielding or whatever it is, that's all lying. Yeah. But I mean, it starts with you looking in the mirror being like, I have some work to do. Well, that's not, you know, just, like that's it's not just body either. Yeah. But on everything, though, you know? Yeah. Like, that's a... And just knowing you're a work in progress and you're not going to get it all right every day. But if you're fighting the fight, like, you're going to make gains. You're going to make progress. Like, I think that is where, especially for me, I am super hard on myself. And I get super frustrated when I don't accomplish what I set out to do in the timeline that I think in my brain it should happen. And well, I think a lot of people are that way too. I think everybody is. Everybody yeah. is their own worst critic or should be. Yeah. You know. But just knowing too, like, okay, you're trying. You, you get up, you do it again tomorrow. Tomorrow's a new day. Let's rock and roll. You know, like, because I think what we're starting to see, at least, is the fact, like, there's this huge gap that's already starting to become pretty apparent for those that aren't even doing what we're up to and growing and and pushing. Like, we're starting to see, like, I feel like already this separation that... Yeah. that Okay, good luck catching us. Because we're on our way. Like, we're putting in the work. I don't know how you feel about that. I I mean, I, I don't really think about it that way. I mean, yeah, like, separation season, separation distance. Yeah, like, I'm separate. But when I, when I think about it in that context, it's, you know, I'm separating from the guy I was six months ago. No, that's, it's a game with yourself in a way yeah. like like okay cool like i am not anywhere near where i was yeah and and i think too like that's that's part of like i know people are watching my stuff i know people are listening to my lives about coaching and they're seeing me do all these things and they're not engaging because it's it's a reflection on themselves of what they don't like about themselves. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier where, you know, they see me doing something or they see me getting fitter or they see me get up every day and do the same thing, like on my stories. Mm -hmm. But then that's what fills them with resentment, mm -hmm. saying, fuck that guy. Mm -hmm. Because I'm on the path of something they may want. That's and they're I, not yeah. doing it. Yeah. So at some point, they have to make a decision to go, okay, enough's enough. Yeah. I need to talk to, with that guy because he's doing what I want. Mm -hmm. And I'm no longer going to say, fuck that guy. Yeah. Same thing with married couples. Like, you know, elevating to a different level in your marriage is should be fucking sought after. Yeah. And and seeing married couples that maybe have what you want is what you should be pursuing. And not taking advice from people that have cheated on their wife or, you know, almost been divorced three or four times or 
you know, whatever they're, what's wrong with their, their marriage like that. I wouldn't be talking to those people. I, yeah. I mean, and I think on top of that, like really putting yourself around people that on that note are where you want to be that are ahead of you that are that next set of views and then some, you know, so that you're like chasing and they're ahead and they can guide and give you things like what we are, where hopefully you can go faster. Yeah. So, you know, that they want that for you as well. Yeah. So when you say like we're separating and there's gaps, like all we're saying is we we're heading the direction that we've set out for us. Yeah. And we're not expecting anybody else to be doing the same things we are. We're just doing that ourselves. But it's really easy to see the people that aren't doing the work on themselves. And it's 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 not a great thing, but it's also not like doesn't really impact what we do. Yeah. I mean Cuz me, we I mean we really want to be an inspiration to people. We want to be that yeah. lighthouse for people to go. Yeah. Okay, what what did you guys do? Or how did you guys handle this? Or how did you decide to move forward and do this? How did you decide to quit your your only career you've ever had and do that like that's what we're doing. That's what I was gonna say. Like we wanna serve as that like lighthouse for people to come to when they're ready. The door is always open. Yeah. And but that's also the design of this podcast too. Yeah is first it's for us to just connect outside of all that stuff and talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. And second of all, it's it's there to, if somebody wants to listen and take notes like they have been, awesome. Yeah. But just knowing too, like, someone's always further down the road than you are. Yep. And those are the people you want to seek out. Those are the people you want to help you with what's next. Because it's a never-ending game. And it's with yourself. It's with yourself. It's with your spouse. Like where you guys want to go, how you want your lives to look, what you want to do, what you want to be, you know, the type of legacy you want to build. Like all those things are important. So if you haven't really sat back and thought about that, you know, we've kind of talked about that already. Like that's really, really important, but also with your spouse. Like what do you two want to build together? You don't have to be in business together, but what do you what do you want to do? Like what what do you want to do with your kids? How do you want to operate as a family, as what a couple? A, what do vacations look like? Correct. Like do you want to be pinching pennies to Like do you even go on vacation? Yeah. I mean, those are the like we we have thought about all these things and I mean I, I already hear it from people not I would say not in our circle, but around us of, Oh, you're so lucky. Oh, you, you take so many trips. Well, no, we, we have actually planned that. Trips are a priority. Therefore, we budget for it. We plan for it. We're booking things out anywhere from 6 to 12 months ahead of time because that is a priority for us. And and luck has nothing to do with it. Correct. Because they're also <clears throat> not sitting here at 10 o'clock at night doing a podcast. That and then on top of that, though, too, it's like, no, we have made it a priority. So we're saving, we're purposely 
planning and driving these resources because it's important to us. So, yeah, like if you look up, guys, it's freaking September. Yeah. It's September of 2023. You know, if if you haven't done something you've wanted to do this year, now is the time. Like yeah. We are rapidly approaching the last part of this year very quickly. So if you're sitting back going, oh, I wish I would have done this or started, like, now's the time. You better yeah. start thinking about it if you haven't. Now's the time to rise. Now's the time. Like, you don't have to go another day being unhappy. You don't have to do go another day, like, not working on what you need to. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that way. All right. Let's wrap this up. All right. Any yeah. last thoughts? No. I think you said it all. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. As always, thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening. All right. You're listening to The Beard and the Beard.